Welcome to this week's edition of Sean and D's Good Tape. Sean Newell, Dennis Brzezinski alongside. How you doing, D? Hello, Bungo. Richie's here, too. How you doing, Richie? Not too bad, guys. How's it going? It's good. It's good. You know, I got to, before we get into this week's show, which we have a, a, a good playlist that we put together, in, in my opinion, that we'll, we'll get to. But I got to say, last week was one of the more talked about shows that we've had in quite a while. And I think it was because... A, we went a really, really long time and had a lot to talk about last week, but um, but just a lot of good uh, conversation, and I appreciate all of the uh, extra listeners that we had last week that we haven't had for a while. So um, I hope this show lives up to last week's because it's going to be a hard one to top, I think. But yeah, it's going to be tough because we lost our three sponsors. Yes, we did. Well, we lost two of the three sponsors, I guess we well- should say. Oh, no, we lost one of the three sponsors. Excuse me. We lost my sponsor from last week. So, so yeah. How great would that be if we could get them to send us free shit? That would be amazing. Yeah. Uh, I'm also, I'm also wanting Sean just once, like you, you come on and be like, yeah, this, this week's uh, playlist, it's not very good. Because I think it's like the fourth week in a row we've said, this is a great playlist. and, and, And honestly, honestly, at first, I was disappointed with this playlist, but it, going into the notes uh, really brought it back up. Like uh, uh, there, there were a few songs that I was just like, ah, and 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 the flow of it that and, and that's my fault because I put together the playlist didn't feel right. But but at the end of the day, like you know, right before we started recording, I listened to it again, and, and no, it's a great playlist we're, we're fucking awesome we should do we should do a really bad playlist sometime though just for kind of like what richie was saying just so we just shit all over the songs the entire time it would be kind of fun so it, it would be a bunch of journey and nickelback and that's the, that's the that's the way mm-hmm. uh-huh. no, the last song would be boss tequila let's uh <laughs> let's let's see here Let's see. How do I shut this off to where where you can't hear Dennis for the rest of the episode, but he can just sit there. I can and, kick him out again. Well, no, 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 no. It'd be more fun to have him muted to where he can hear us, but we can't hear him, and he oh. just has to sit and deal with it. Oh, how anyway, long do you think I would sit I can and mute, fucking deal I can with mute that? Him also, the whole time you would, because yeah, you'd want to know what we actually said, or you'd listen to the show the next day. No, no, <laughs> I, I would have to hear it. I would have to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> You're absolutely right. No, but the one thing that was the biggest <laughs> the, was was the biggest controversy last week is people do not like the fact that you don't like Journey D. Yeah, get over it. But is it? <laughs> but is it? That, is it fair? The, he, he, the question is: Is are you fair to Journey, or are you just um, you know, kind of like kind of like we're going to talk about with Shine Down? Do you just kind of have them lumped in a certain area to where you where you're not open minded to songs of Journeys that are good? I, I, tell me a good journey song. Oh, there's several good journey songs. I'd have to look up their playlist to tell you what they are, but yeah, no, see, and, and you know, what's funny is, is, is like, this is known for me, not just by you guys and the listeners, 
you know, like I just fucking hate Journey. And the guy's voice just grates on my fucking nerves. Yet I love REO Speedwagon. I love Sticks. You know, like they're all the same fucking band. You know, like they all sound exactly the same. But Journey, for some reason, just I fucking can't stand them. It'd be interesting to go back and, and and understand what was going on when you first identified Journey. Like if there was like some repressed memory that's that's forcing you to be like this. Uh, there, there, there is one, uh, but this, this, it, it's, it's not. I always already hated Journey before this happened, but uh, that apartment in Jacksonville, that first apartment that I had, uh, the uh, the neighbors upstairs, I guess, graduated from college or some shit like that, were having some sort of party, but it was like on a Tuesday night, and uh, uh, they were playing, you know, like just having a good time, and it was like, you know, all right, yeah, I get it, that's fine. Uh, somebody else in the house was just like, this can't happen anymore this can't go on and and there was a uh they were playing journey <laughs> and it was wheel in the sky which is probably even a worse song than don't stop believing uh oh God, i hate that song and that's the only time in the world that i've ever called the police on somebody like say like you've got to stop this fucking noise like, and it was because of wheel in the sky by journey <laughs> and wow. the person that also lived in the house or the apartment with me you know was freaking out and i didn't know what else to do but yeah, yeah journey it's, sucked. It, it, it's it's it seems <laughs> Sorry, like an, it seems like an on-point thing to have happen though at that apartment yeah 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 so, oh yeah yeah, yeah. There was all kinds of hijinks that happened at that apartment. And I forgot you had upstairs neighbors, but yeah, that, that, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. We, we were not very considerate to said upstairs neighbors. They probably hate, them. you know what? They probably hate Pearl Jam today because of D. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't, oh, and, and yeah, that's, that, yeah, that's fair. Mm. I feel like we partied there like seven days a week. Speaking of Pearl Jam. Though, oh my gosh. Hold on. Okay. Do you remember, Richie, when you and Michelle came over that one time and you walked in carrying the fucking 12-pack of beer and she walked in carrying the six-pack of fucking wine coolers? <laughs> nope. Your wine coolers and Michelle's beer. And it was the funniest. Doesn't ring a bell. I believe it was Bacardi O. Bacardi. <laughs> would have been Bacardi Silvers. <laughs> but as as we you know, stated at the beginning of the episode, Richie's... Uh, drinking an ipa yes yes he is yep. so i mean he he's advanced since then that was early on in richie's drinking world i can understand richie was a good boy and didn't start drinking as early as we did so he didn't quite have the tolerance at that point that we do but or we did i don't anymore so anyway pearl jam let's talk about them first song on the, first song on the list is uh is uh from you know what I was thinking about this when I saw you put this song on here and the song is in hiding off the Yield album. I think Yield is probably my favorite Pearl Jam album. It, it's my favorite Pearl Jam. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and this is a this is a top uh, five song uh, Pearl Jam for uh, uh, Meg and Jen too. Uh, but this song is just fantastic in hiding. Uh, yeah, and the album it, itself, like you said, you said Sean, like Yield is just. You know, they did that that Vitology and No Code thing and then did Yield. 
and then said, all right, you know, we told you what we can do. So now we're doing binaural and ride act, <laughs> like, you know, either ride along with us or not, but, but this song is so great. Well, but it's I would still- say, I would say that yield though, before we get onto to this song in particular, yield though, didn't necessarily sound like as much like Vitalogy and no code and, Oh and no, it, no. It just sounded, it had, it a, it had a different to- vibe. Yeah. It went back to it went back to more the the ten and verses room, and yeah, you know, like the like the the pure kind of rock, uh, that that like ten and verses had, uh, you, you know, like with giving the fly and and it, and and hiding and, and and all that stuff. It, it's just oh. my my favorite part about in hiding is the the way that it builds to a crescendo at a certain point it's like the song just builds off itself and builds off itself and builds off itself and then all of a sudden it just explodes into into uh what it is and and eddie's vocals are just so on point when he's screaming i'm in hiding you know and all of that stuff that's that's what makes this song what it is to me and and i will say i think this song is almost like a metaphor for the band like going forward that in in many ways they're in hiding cuz it's the the point the song is really just about them take people taking a break from life like that's what in hiding is uh, going going to your notes d that it's it's that you know just taking the a break. bukowski thing uh, but, uh it, it, in hiding is actually written about bukowski uh Sean Penn uh, gave eddie vedder this is a quote from him uh, a quote that Bukowski had said to him once and it was written directly from that. He told Sean that sometimes he just had to check out for a few days. No people, no nothing. So he goes in hiding, then gets back and he has all the will to live once again. Maybe because society takes you down for all the good things we offer each other, sometimes we just beat each other down. Like that's that's perfect. Yeah, I, I had forgotten how good this song was because it's not one I had heard in a long time. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is a song there is a song off of Yield that when we do it, we have to switch our our spots on who picks the Pearl Jam song because there's one on on Yield that's probably it's not I don't know if it's necessarily my favorite Pearl Jam song, but it was the one that caught my eye off Yield first or my ear, I guess, off Yield first that I want to uh bring to a playlist sometime in the near future and, and it's funny you say that because there's an also another pearl jam song that i was thinking about today that uh that will have to close the show as opposed to a sammy thing so mm-hmm. so that's something to think about it's yeah. it's yeah. cute that you think that'll happen that sean won't just go back afterwards and cut the pearl jam part out and <laughs> stitch it onto the final playlist hey there's been well, many, there's been many an episode that i have uh changed up my uh final song so far. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I was going to start, you know, something with you, Richie, but, but I'll let it go. Cause, but you were going to let Sean stir the shit like usual. <laughs> Cause it was Sean all along. Yeah. It was Sean. Always Sean. <laughs> this song is so fucking good. I stay, but my last tab left me, ignored all my rounds. Like, just God damn. Like, just some great lyrics in Stone Gossard. Uh, uh, Meg like wrote this song, the 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 music to the song on the little micro cassette. Uh, you guys are both. I, I'm pretty sure we've watched Single Video Theory together. I've never watched Single Video Theory that I know serious? of. I'm serious. I don't think I've ever okay. watched it. All right. Well, check your emails. Uh, uh, 
at some point after this show. like right now no not not right now like yeah not shut off the show and watch this like pj20 last week but <laughs> <laughs> but but that was so good based on the yield album i i mean they just it's so good so good so good. i agree yeah all right next up is you richie you got next yep, yep. so i uh i, I picked uh all these things that I've done by the killers. This is just one of those fun songs. I really enjoy. I didn't know a lot about this song till the notes. And this is one of those that like, once you hear the notes, you're like, Oh wow. There's a whole other level here. Um, I've always really liked this song because it kind of has that hidden, not hidden, but that, that second part where, where they go into the, I got soul, but I'm not a soldier piece. And I, I just, I'm always a sucker for songs that do that where it's, like just a, a very different tempo and piece of the song. Yeah. I liked this song a lot. Um, I'm not sure how familiar I was with it to be quite honest until I started listening to it on the playlist, but it's got a great vibe. It's got a, it's got the kind of vibe from a song that I, that I like and that I'll listen to over and over again. You know, it's not too crazy heavy, but it's also not too mellow. It just, it just has a, it has a great rhythm to it. And I know Dennis, was this one of the songs that you had a little bit of struggle with? Yeah, no, it, it like at first it's just it's just not my sort of song. Uh, uh, yeah, like it's enjoyable, sure. I, I you know like I wouldn't necessarily you know you know go to the next radio station if it was on, but uh, uh, it, it, it's just it, it can seem like it's almost trying too hard. Exactly, exactly. Uh, but once you realize what the song is about, and that that I'm I'm not a you know, I got sold, but I'm not a soldier. I'm like, oh, what the fuck is that all about? But then when you realize yep. that it's also about the uh, former MTV VJ, Matt Penfield, going to Iraq and dealing with the guys with PTSD and all that stuff. And, uh, and, and I've got sold, but I'm not a soldier. That line actually means like a I lot. give a yeah. shit. Yeah. And it's it takes on a whole different meaning like this is like oh wow okay yeah yeah i get it this is great this but, is good stuff but i but i disagree with the whole you know like your initial feeling about that line that is a line in a song that's a hook that's going yeah. to make people remember this song forever oh you know sure. so so no, i understand no, why it, you may it, have thought it, it was campy at first you know before you knew what it meant but at the same time that's i mean that's going to be something that you're just going to always remember, Oh yeah, I don't even know what the name of that song is, but, but it's that I got soul, but I'm not a soldier uh, song. And, and exactly when, when, when I listened to it the first time after Richie, you know, put it on the list, like, I was like, Oh fuck this song. Okay. I get it. I got soul, but I'm not a soldier. But like, like at first it, it just seems, it doesn't seem, it, it doesn't make sense. Uh, It, it it seems out of nowhere, like yeah. with the rest of the context of the song. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, and but 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 once you know what it's what it's about, uh, uh, it's 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 impressive. It's so good that 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 line is amazing. Now that I know that it's actually about a guy who gave a shit about our soldiers, you know, the military, and and again, Richie, you know. Uh, you know, so impressive that you actually did that shit, and uh, what I do for a living now, like, like, just, just the fact 
that 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 that's what the song's about is just ridiculously cool and and i I thought it was cool that like the band didn't really know matt penfield that well he just happened to be at an event that they were at and they just partied yeah like hey can you get me a ride to the airport and and the lead singer of of the killers and matt penfield end up drinking together all night that's awesome. and sharing stories and stuff and and that's where mm-hmm. kind of this the 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 wanting to uh pay tribute to him in this song came from but i just thought that was kind of cool i don't know much about the killers you know i'm not like a huge fan of theirs or anything i just know a few other songs yeah. that i've heard on the radio but in my opinion finding out songs that way end up being the best songs that you're going to find when it's some real life, not made up BS, you know, like a lot of songs are, those are, those are the perfect things when you take real life stories and make them into, into a song like that. Exactly. And, and his, his autobiography is called, is the title of the song. Like it, it, it's just like, like it's just so much more impressive once you realize what the fuck that the song was supposed to be, you know, like it, it, you know at first it's just kind of a like a weird you know like a poppy song but then then you listen to it and you're like that's pretty that's that's impressive well done i i will say this song has one of my uh my more misheard lyrics in it i always until i read the lyrics this time i always thought they were they were saying room for one more song because that kind of oh yeah yeah I thought it was one more song it's one more son i never mm. like like child son um never never realized it but but both are appropriate honestly yeah. but it, it really sounds like he's saying song like it sounds like there's a g in there and apparently there's not yeah it, it, don't put me on the back burner you you know you gotta help me out <laughs> you're gonna bring yourself down but god i'm not a soul oh yeah. It, <laughs> it, it, it's yeah. Like I, 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 as as the week went on, I just appreciated the song more and more and more and more. Yeah. And, and so yeah. Thank how many, it's just yeah. it's a whole level that you didn't know was there in the song. Yeah. Oh, how, absolutely. How many times would you say that you listen to a playlist before we actually do a show, D? Me? Yeah. Oh, it's easy for me to listen to it. Well, but I mean, I'm just I'm just curious how many times you, you know, you 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 had a chance to listen to it all the way through. Oh, this week? Yeah, uh, or just in general, you know, just like a normal week. A dozen times. I'd, I'd say it depends on the week, though, because if it's a Sean has to hear these songs week, you can only <laughs> listen to them once. Like, that's the entire week. Because <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I, was, I listened it, to it probably three or four times, but you just, you know, it, I wouldn't have, if I don't like a song, I'm never going to probably convince myself after you know three listens that i like that song you know it usually does take like six to twelve listens to a song sometimes with what i do like Mm -hmm. i can have earbuds and and listen to music all day long Mm -hmm. you know so i usually listen to the playlist at least twice a day uh uh, you you know that's even before i get home and then you know looking up the notes and all that stuff like that for me it's uh yeah. No, I, I mean, and I get that you guys can't do that, but it, but yeah, no, I do that. I, I generally try to listen to them at least three or so times. Uh, some, some weeks more, some weeks less. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'll, I'm running the kids around enough that I can't listen to like any of my podcasts or stuff, 
but I can listen to the playlist in the car. Yeah. So that, that makes it nice. Yeah. I like to listen to it once through headphones, once just on the radio, like, you know, normal in a vehicle, you know, cause you hear different things, different ways that you listen oh, to it, which I think absolutely. is always interesting. Yeah. 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 And, and that's what I like about the YouTube thing. Uh, uh, if you search, uh, Sean D's good tape episode 31, uh, you'll find this playlist, uh, on YouTube and we're on Instagram and Facebook and, we're a little off with our numbers right now because it's episode 31 original episode 31 but it's episode 32 yeah well you fucked up you fucked up by making uh the uh episode 30 episode 30 well i couldn't do anything else but it had had to have a number so (laughs) okay well all right we'll readjust this is uh we'll we'll reconfigure everything so next week will be 33 right yes and are we going to go back and in like make this one thirty two, or is there just not going to be a <laughs> the multi? It's going to be this huge multiverse of madness. Happens. Yeah, <laughs> this is what's going to happen here. Yeah. yeah. So, so um, sidebar here, really quick. While we're taping this, this is a Sunday night, and the NBA All Star Game's on, and I know, I know that all three of us have it on the TV. Dennis, you can't see it because it's at your at your back. But they have literally midway through the first quarter given up on even coming back to play defense at this point for the yeah. most part yeah. half the time there's only like two players down on either end of the court it's ridiculous yep. end rant. Yep. next song it's my song <laughs> isn't it so the next uh, song, your song the next song on the list is one that i chose because we've already done the other song that's been released by this artist and we're going to probably do the whole album in june when the album comes out but there's 14 songs on it so if there's a single released we might as well do it because we can never do 14 songs on a show it's just uh it's just hard to do but it's the the mammoth wvh wolfgang van halen song and it's the song that they actually played on howard stern the first time he was on and it's you're to blame this song is interesting to me because this is a song that in the late 90s early 2000s would just been have been thought of as a just a kick-ass rock song that's in your face i mean it that's exactly what it is is it's just very straightforward it's in your face you know exactly what it means he plays every instrument on the song and it's really pretty brilliant all the way around he is talented this oh, is yeah a good he, he plays every instrument on this song? plays every instrument on the entire album yes wow <laughs> yeah wow yeah all right yeah I, I i and this song took me a couple of listens to uh, honestly to uh to be like oh fuck this is I mean, it's obviously not the distance, which no. Oh, oh my God, that song. Yeah, but 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 this kid is talented. He's so fucking good. It's ridiculous how good he is. Well, and when you take it into the accord of the fact that he played the drums and the bass and the lead guitar and all and sing and sing and all of it, when you listen to all of that lumped in together, you're just like, it's 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 borderline brilliant because he did all of it. I had no idea. I yeah. had no idea. That makes me, oh, absolutely changes my mind. Mm-hmm. Like, like I love the song. I like the song. Mm-hmm. It's a great song. It's a great rock and roll song. But knowing that that now, wow. So now, how is he going to tour? Like, will he just have a, he's band, got a band? He's got a band. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, and they, they've already played. Uh, they played Jimmy Kimmel a few weeks ago, and they're um, starting to do the you know talk show circuit and stuff like that. But yeah, the to put the album together, he just did it all himself. Interesting story. Um, Sammy Hagar was on some podcast earlier, obviously not ours, but um, but on uh, some podcast um, a couple of weeks ago, talking about how. Um, 
you know, he and Eddie Van Halen reconciled before Eddie died, you know, like for about the last 10 months of Eddie's life, they would send text messages back and forth, maybe talk on the phone, you know, that kind of stuff. And, um, so a few months before Eddie died, he sent when he was making the lockdown, uh, which we have a song on later in the show from, from his lockdown sessions, um, album that he put together with, um, his band, the circle, he sent Eddie some music, and Eddie kind of checked it out and then Eddie sent him some of Wolfgang's music back. So they were trading, trading new music and stuff like that, which I thought was uh, super cool. So Eddie did probably have somewhat of an influence on this album in terms of, you know, helping him. Oh, well, why don't you try this? Why don't you try that? Because Eddie could also play, you know, the guitar, he could play the drums, he could play the keyboard, play the piano, all of that stuff too. So Wolfgang certainly gets it. Honestly, there's no doubt about it. He, he would have had a good uh, teacher growing up. Oh, I would think so. Um, yeah. Oh, Richie, have you watched that distance video? No, I have not. Oh my god! If you want to, if you want to have a maybe a, a yeah. some tears well up in your eyes, watch that distance video. It's I, uh, I will have it's, to check that it's out. basically all just home movies of Wolfgang growing up with his dad, and you know, showing him how he's playing, and then showed him playing in concert together and stuff like that. It's pretty touching. That's cool. And and, 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 and just all of the things with with Wolfgang, like you know, like he like he did not intend for his dad's death to be a boost for his career right like like he was prepping this album yep. when they thought he was going to be okay and 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 it's just it's heartbreaking it's, yeah one um one quote I want to get to from the or one lyric from the song I want to get to that if you're a if you're in your you know teens early 20s you gone through a breakup or something this is a song that you're certainly going to like the line in here that says that said um i could walk away from this i could replace you we could talk our way through this i will erase you i mean that's just so like whoa <laughs> that's such teenage angst that, right there and, i will and, erase and, you and that's the thing uh, mm -hmm. uh, uh so uh going back to uh here's my darius story for the week <laughs> it's is uh is it fire is the story fire it's fire okay, yeah. okay. We, we talked about naming our cars and vehicles and everything <laughs> and and i told him that the, you know my car was prixie and he was like prixie that's such a horseshit name but i told <laughs> i told him about benny mm -hmm. that it was uh you know a black caprice with red interior mm -hmm. so it was benny the bull and he was like yeah yeah, that shit's fire. <laughs> if he only knew how fire that was. Oh, like, well, it's probably never it, in his it, young life. He's probably never seen anything quite that. It fire. probably nearly caught on fire a few times. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was that shit that used to have to spray on the fucking ether? Uh, ether. Ether. It was yeah, ether, yeah, and yeah. when to it was cold, to get the carburetor morning. to turn. Yeah, to get the carburetor to work, and yeah, you yeah. would you would spray it on there and turn it over, and a burst of flame would come out, and you'd put the top back on and shut the hood, and you'd go about your business. <laughs> I would, I would, wa I would walk to Sean's every morning to watch Sports Center and drink Mountain Dew or tea or whatever the fuck we were drinking. That damn car. Let <laughs> me watch Sports Center on the TV on the on top of the refrigerator. Well. <laughs> Well, and yeah. then you then Horrid you, hears a poo. Do you remember that? The what? Poo Richardson. Oh yeah. Horrid who knew the poo, poo knew the who knew? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was um. Yeah. Oh, what was that dude's name? Craig. Uh, 
Oh, Craig Kilborn. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. couldn't think of it either until you said yeah. Craig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, and then you'd always have that uh, minute of, is it going to start today? Is the car actually going to start today? <laughs> <laughs> and if it didn't, nobody gave we a just, shit. We like, just we walked. walked into school yeah, and, yeah. And everybody was fine with us being the thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Some people were relieved, quite frankly. Oh, they, they're late. They missed 10 minutes. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Hurtful. We didn't run in. The, we didn't run in the same classes as you, anyways. <laughs> you were way more yeah, advanced it, than it, we it were. It was late in the high school life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess junior year. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Speaking of around that time frame, <laughs> let's go to the next. Let's go to the next song that was re- released around that time frame. And D, it's yours. Yeah. No, this is a low by Cracker. I fucking love this song. Oh, it's a great song. And, and the way it played off on the playlist too. At the end of uh, 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 the Wolfgang song, and then the fucking the drum beat that starts the song is so good. It's so good. So my Cracker story that I have to tell, I don't know if I've told it on the show or not, but Cracker, one of the most disappointing live bands that I've ever seen. And it's not because they weren't. Oh, we've live. told we've told this story. Well, I'm going to tell it again. I'm going to. Okay. I'm telling it again. So so I still. Take a minute. No, it's Springfield. Say so, yeah, it was Springfield. It's Prairie Capital Convention Center now. Prairie Capital now, Convention. now called yeah. the Bank of Springfield Center. So Bank yes, of Springfield. Yes, oh, the Boss Center, if you will. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, we see them open up for the. Oh County yeah, Crows. so so we were there. <laughs> I'm what? Potentially stepping all over your story. Well, because I was there too. At least in- interrupting the fuck out of it. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. I don't even want to tell the story anymore. You've Do you it. remember they opened up with Euro Trash Girl? That's what I was going to freaking say. That's what I was going <laughs> to talk about. They I, freaking... love, I love how you, after all of this, you still went with freaking. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't get you to say the F word. It's because you're not supposed to, D. <laughs> I am a trained professional who doesn't use words like that. Do you, I, I, do you remember how fucking hilarious it was like we both looked at each other like what this why is, are they opening, with, opening the song. with you're a trash girl yes i mean it's the song that they should have closed with maybe not closed with but when they do the encore it should have been the song out of the encore and then they yeah. could have closed with yeah. a song it's, that was maybe a little bit more mainstream but my it's goodness. like starting with fucking freebird yeah <laughs> like like what are you doing you know what i was thinking that would be kind of fun to do for an episode is have a censored version of a Sean and D's good tape and just bleep D out every time that he says something in <laughs> <laughs> the song. So it basically be like, Hey Richie, what Fuck do you, you think? Sean. And Richie would be like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then it would just be beep, 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 beep. <laughs> you never actually hear a complete thought by Dennis. <laughs> you would take all the personality out of this episode. <laughs> out of this show. Anyway, what else you got on this song, D? I'm done. I'm, I'm done with my rant. You killed it. Well, it's just a great song. The album is amazing. Like, like, yeah, it's so good. It's like at the height of alternative music. uh, And and this song just fit perfectly right into it. Speaking of alternative music, sidebar. We got accused today by somebody who didn't mean anything by this when they said it. But, you know, of course, I read into everything that anybody ever says. Yeah, I listened to your podcast one day. You guys do too many. You guys are just, it's like a grunge podcast, right? I find that offensive. This is not a grunge podcast. We don't just do grunge songs. And I said, well, what kind of music do you like? You know, like 90s hip hop and and R&B and stuff like that. I said, we had Tupac on the show like three weeks ago. 
Nobody respects nobody respects us for having Tupac on the show like a few weeks ago. And we had that that lap dance thing a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> and and Lee Harvey Oswald or Lee Harvey or whatever the hell the guy called Lee himself. <laughs> Grunge is dead. It is. It is. Anyway, end of story. No, that's, I'm done. That's yeah, that's that's funny. That uh but but no, that's the point of this fucking show is we're talking about the goddamn riding around in your car. Yeah, like in in 20 years these people will be like I I, I what are they going to talk about music-wise? Like is that shit going to be relevant? I saw somebody put on I saw somebody put on uh, on the social media this weekend, you know, that when uh, when you do get down like 30 years down the road and you say, let's look back at an era of music. What are you going to look at from this era of music and say that's something that really, truly stands the test of time? There's there is some there's some, but there there isn't there isn't a lot. uh, No, but but the whole point that was our era, that was our generation, like like. Don't listen to this fucking show if you don't want to talk about it. Well, he didn't. He listened to it once and he heard we were talking about Pearl Jam and he shut it off. <laughs> and then he go, then he goes, you know, you know, Pearl Jam's got some good songs though, you know, like uh Jeremy and and uh Even Flow. I'm like, you don't know Pearl Jam. If all you can tell me is Jeremy and Even Flow, you don't really like Pearl Jam. You know, because everybody knows Jeremy and Even Flow. So tell me a song that came off of like lightning bolt or something like that. And then we can talk, but yeah. So are you and Elliot talking after this uh, little flare up? <laughs> this was not Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> Elliot doesn't know who Pearl Jam is. Let's be real. <laughs> Meredith does. Yeah. Yeah. He's Sounds an old like grandpa. grandpa. Yes. Another, uh, another sidebar, another sidebar. You, you, I said this wasn't going to be an hour and 38 minutes. I'm not making it this. So, it. so, you know, drinking water. Yeah. So I had, uh, I had, uh, I'm, I can think clearer. I have more grievances when I, when I'm not uh, fueled by maker's Aaron, mark. Aaron Sean. Yeah. So, so uh, we were outside playing in the driveway. Okay. With the, with the neighbor kids. And one of the neighbor kids looked at me and said, said, you look like my grandpa. I said, what? Well, well, you're, you've got a white beard, just like my grandpa does. I was like, okay. So I shaved off my, my beard. So it's gone. <laughs> and then today she saw me again and she said, you look normal again. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I never grew facial hair again. Yeah. Yep. Do, do you remember, uh, I, when we were watching wrestling in the nineties and I said, dude, you could totally pull off a goddamn, uh, uh, goatee like stone cold. Oh Do yeah, sort of. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I believe yes. it. Yeah, yeah. And I could. Well, I mean, you did for a while. Oh yeah. No, nailed it until you, apparently uh, a child fucking shamed you out of. Yeah. <laughs> Said I looked like an old grandpa. <laughs> old grandpa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. uh, I've listened to the song a ton of times. This is a comment from a songmeanings.com that i like to go to i forgot we were even talking about music i totally lost track i've listened to this song a ton of times and i feel like i have a pretty good grasp on it, it it's about a guy who has a, an addiction to narcotics probably heroin which he describes in several places sometimes he walks the street behind a green sheet of glass refers to him walking around while high and feeling completely separated from all the hustle and bustle around him all the references to being low 
or just another adjective described being high where you're so calm and relaxed and cocooned that you are operating at an existence lower than everyone else so low that you're just a million miles below their feet like but it's just it's such a gripping song so it's so he's like playing like opposite day or something like that when he's talking about low being high yeah yeah, fair. Hmm. Interesting. And, and, no, that's that's I interesting. Think, I mean, that's really an an interesting way to write a song to do something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I do think in general this song really downplays the the drug reference or the drug undertone to it. Like, it's not something that I've ever picked out until mm-hmm. I started reading the notes on the song. Oh, for real? Yeah. Yep. Oh no, it's uh, like some junky cosmonaut. Well, but it, but to me, it was always more about a love song like to be with you girl like being low like like i always took it more as is how the impact of this 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 woman that he's with had on his life and that like and he compared she, it to he compared it to drugs not that the song yes. is about drugs yeah i get that yes. interesting yeah. okay i get that mm-hmm. I, I, I i i'm i'm there with you now I do like uh, that it, it's got. It's, I do like that it's got a little bit of a uh, country roots to it. The soul, the blues, the country. You know, talk to it, and you can kind of hear that in it. Oh, oh, and and that entire album, that kerosene mm-hmm. hat album with uh with with Johnny Hickman, the guitarist. Like, there's there's a lot of country, uh, in, in it. You know, that's uh, if you like this show and you like '90s music, go on Spotify or Apple Music or Amazon, and find kerosene hat. Oh, by the way, it's not on Amazon Music. Really? No, no. I, 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 whatever, whatever song I sent Richie, I think they was like a re-recorded thing that they did. Hmm. But, uh, but oh yeah, I remember seeing notes about that this week. Yeah, hmm. it still sounded great. good. Yeah, it's a great record. It's a great record. You're a trash girl. Yeah, low. Uh, uh, Movie star, goddamn! There's so many good songs on this record. So, all right. So, the next song. Uh, speaking of, uh, uh, you know, listeners is uh, is from Jen from France. You know who famously told Sean to do better. No, you got it. Okay. Uh, it's tourniquet by the band head swim from here from here UK. now now i have it here let me play it for you d <laughs> do better you probably couldn't hear it what the fuck Sean? Do better. there you go so so just to set this up for the listeners at home d is we're on zoom and d is clearly like imploring sean to play the drop and Sean just looks at him and shakes his head no, like, I'm, I'm not a monkey hit, dude. I'm not he giving want, you what He you wants want. to throw a fastball, not the curveball. Yeah. He shakes me off. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't know you wanted to play it ahead of time. If I would have known that, I would have had it ready. <laughs> but you had that you had the, that Sean grin on your mouth, like, mm-hmm. like just the, I'm going to screw with you. No. It, I would never do that. The, I would never do fuck? that. What is it's what the, the patented rule? What the fuck, Sean? Do better. Do better. Uh, so tourniquet by head swim. This is this, this was, is to be fair to Jen on this one. This song is the anti fake plastic trees, and I think she'll appreciate that. 
because it's a good song. This is a really good song. Yeah, it was a well, really good so song. So any yeah. song that's good is a fake, is, is the anti-fake plastic trees? Well, basically, because that's not a good song. So this <laughs> is a good song. So yes. All right. So yeah. you're overcompensating a little bit. <laughs> cool little bit. But, I think I think no, this appreciate is a great that. song. I had never heard it before. Mm-hmm. Um, not a song okay. I was familiar with at all. I thought the song just had incredible imagery throughout. Like the the line, um, turn up the tourniquet, I'm losing my feeling. Like that whole chorus of, you're in pain, I can't take it from you, so we're just going to throw on a tourniquet and, and you're, you're going to lose your limb. We're going to cut the pain right out. Eyes like piss holes in the snow. Holy fuck, that's a great fucking line. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. It's not one you'd yeah. normally hear. Let's put it that way. No, mm-hmm. but 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 just yeah, no, it's brilliant. Goddamn brilliant. Yep. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed this song. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like I said, wasn't one I'd ever heard before, but I I listened to the entire album uh uh in the notes we talked about how like this this one was uh this this album uh, despite yourself was disappointing to the record label by epic and they dropped them after this and the album's really good there's some there's some great songs oasis uh, how many vinyl copies have you bought this week oh i, 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 I haven't tracked it down yet yeah yeah yeah, I have once he does down. though you just wait there'll be at least three or four absolutely i don't don't think for a second i can think about it <laughs> but uh but uh it's it, it's so good it, it's so good and 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 jen it very much sounds like radiohead's early albums you know that early 90s brit fucking you know alternative scene well, and I think that came through in the notes quite a bit that that was who this band was like accused of being a clone of or yeah. you know, something along those lines. Yeah. Only the good Radiohead, not the fake plastic trees Radiohead. That Benz, like fucking listen to the Benz. That is a great fucking album, and fake plastic trees is so fucking good. Uh, I can't believe, even Jen from France fucking disagrees with me. <laughs> fake plastic trees. <laughs> you make it sound like she's just supposed to agree with you on everything don't be don't be that person no she's not but Mm. but it's it's you know this it comes from over there (laughs) from over there i'm being the arrogant american what does that mean i am being the arrogant american you know like uh, like we gave you pearl jam and nirvana and and you give us radiohead and these two assholes don't like fake plastic trees and she doesn't like fake plastic trees either hmm. i think we need to go to break <laughs> on that one i'm not sure how to take that one d so anyway let's take a break and we'll be back with the second part otherwise known as side b right after this all right welcome back to side b of sean and d's good tape sean newell dennis brzezinski who's disappeared off to the bathroom again and uh richie seymour how you doing richie I'm not too bad. I, you know, my, my bladder can hold out for at least 12 or 15 minutes. So D what's our trivia question for the day? Crickets. Yep. Yep. Just, yeah. 
we, he's we never, uh, he's never we there when you need him. We want him. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Well, the dunk contest is on that can distract us for a second. Yeah. I haven't seen yep. any of it. I've, I stopped paying attention in the first half, as I said, because they stopped actually playing real basketball at a certain point. And, and what's the deal? Like they just go back to zero zero for the second quarter. Yeah. Well, they they see how many number of quarters that the a team wins, and then the the last quarter is now untimed, and they set it basically at a certain score, and whichever uh, team gets to that score first wins. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's back. Oh, and he's got trivia. Which band released? The 1991 album, Out of Time. Out of Time. That was R.E.M., wasn't it? Excellent, Richard. Ding, 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 ding. Was that the first one we've ever actually got? Yes, I think so. No, no, Richie got one a couple of weeks ago, didn't you? Yes, I did. I got the, oh, gosh. But it, it was one that I could get by process of elimination. I knew the other bands. Oh, it was some hip hop, yeah, thing, R and B thing. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, it was the uh, like it was a song I never deep heard of. But it was like it, it was ninety eight degrees, but deeply dippy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, Richie. First song up on this side B is yours. So go for it. Yeah. So this is a song I'd, I'd wanted to put on for a little while because when we had uh, what eight weeks or so ago we had a allison chain song off of jar of flies is that is that right d yeah yeah that really just tonally reminds me of this song the song is uh got you where i want you by the flies oh interesting the uh, uh don't follow made you think of yes the flies song. yes it the just the the way that don't follow went lyrically and and what the song was saying and how it was how like melodically how it was going i could sub in verses from got you where i want you that like just would fit perfectly like i i I spent half the song thinking that they were going to say got you where i want you Um, i dig it i dig it i dig it i i i never put that together but like i i can see that yep so this is just, I think this is a, a really, so reading in the notes, there's a different way to take it. But the way I've always taken this song is it's just a, like, so encapsulates how you are when you're dating. Like, like just the mind games that you're playing with yourself and trying to, you know, am I doing the right thing? What, what, can, I, what can I do to, to advance this relationship a little bit more and, and stay with you? It's 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 the trying to date. It's yes. trying to meet people. You know, yes. like this is oh my god, this is such a horseshit process. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very glad I haven't done this in a while, but yep. The songmeetings.com comment is really interesting about this. Yes. If one of you wants to get into that, I that's the one that kind of blew my mind about this song because it totally takes on an entirely different meaning than it outwardly appears that it is. Well, but it, it, but it makes sense too. I mean, there's there's some douche bro fucking shit to this, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you, you know, like the pickup lines that that you could you can take from from the li- lyrics. Yeah, it's but like like what Richie was saying, it's it it just it's just the awkward, you know, dating thing. Like the come on, like. Yeah. just the part where he's i'm dying here yes <laughs> yes yeah we, we've, all, we've all been there and and yeah but now i i definitely oh. would 
lot maybe of we could hum along you know like yeah, shit like, yeah. That. like oh uh yeah this just i've, I've always enjoyed the song um one and i love this song and, and sean used to give me so much shit in the car in benny you know about trying to to sing along to the uh the uh, suffer suffer me no me don't got no rougher like the like i had no idea what the fuck they were saying yes. but i thought i did <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but uh uh did you guys so i i sent you guys that they re-recorded the song in 2008 oh really huh did, did you not did you listen to it richie i did not listen to it um okay. is it is it like very different it's it yeah the so apparently the uh the rastafarian guy uh in the song is 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 it you know like the mighty mighty boss tones guy that jumps around and just you know the flavor flav you know, yes. like the yeah <laughs> that sort of guy uh but uh uh so there's extra things to it but the really cool thing was the b side of that was they did a cover of hey jude right i did see that yeah by the beatles oh it does sound a little different oh no it's it's absolutely different uh but but uh yeah the hey jude cover was was interesting like it, it like that's what grabbed my attention uh you know in the notes or whatever There's a couple of spots on the show that it, 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 it's just awkward. It, not awkward, yeah. weird, just odd. Uh, but but as a cover song, you'd, you would want it to be a little bit different. Yeah. It doesn't sound bad. It doesn't sound good either. Oh, no, no, absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. Like, the guy's got a great voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I always love this song. Yeah. And, and I cannot think of a, a single other The Flies song. No, I, I own the album, and there was nothing else worth yeah, listening. No, I, I, of course, I own the CD too, but I, I have no and free idea. copies on vinyl. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's going to. He he probably didn't then, but this reminded him of it. So. <laughs> D single handedly keeping record companies in business right now, hey, and, and the know, plastic company. Do you know that last year was was the first time in 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 what like twenty something years that final outsold cds mm-hmm. yeah yeah i believe it well i mean when yeah. you buy two two things on vinyl and you only buy one on cd it's got to balance out somewhere <laughs> well they can't do so many variants on one. <laughs> Good grief. all right next song is mine and uh, uh before we oh, get into yes. the next song sean yes. um yes. d i'm gonna need you to stand up get up for the next song i need you out of your seat <laughs> I put this song on there because it, uh, because it, um, literally we talked about it last week and decided it, it, if we waited too long, it would, uh, lose its fun. But, uh, the next song is by shine down from the 2008 album, the sound of madness. And the song is the crow and the butterfly. And I really want D to start with this because he was the one who had issues with it. I, 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 I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I did not like this song the first couple of times I heard it. And, and we, we talked about last week, like I compared them to Imagine Dragons. And both of you gave me pushback on that, uh, which, which is right. 
you know, because this song has way more meaning to it than 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 that. Like, uh, I just I just couldn't get over how douchey he was in that goddamn Van Halen show. Uh, but this song is great. It's so good. And once you know what it's actually about, it makes it so much better, too. Uh, uh, this guy has an amazing voice, and I get it. But he's not fucking Mariah Carey or Whitney Houston or anything like that. Like, he's got to chill a little bit. Well, no, I agree with that. I mean, people that have seen them in concert don't disagree with your nice take on seeing them in concert, nor do I want to see them in concert again anytime soon. You know, but but it doesn't, like I said last week, it doesn't make their studio work any less, like, good you know or anything but uh this stat before we get into the song itself that blew my mind on here was that the sound of madness was as successful as it was the second album ever to have four single topping singles topping the chart after the black crows the southern harmony and musical companion in 1992 that's that's um good (laughs) that's a that's a good stat for that album and that's a great album too the black Mm -hmm. crows that is Sometimes salvation, remedy. Oh, so good. So I, my, my big takeaway on this song was just how much emotion he is singing with. Like there's just, it's just packed with emotion and regret. Um, and, and, and that's his thing. It's, yeah. it's like his voice yes. conveys that so goddamn well. It's so good. And, uh, uh, knowing what the song's about makes it so much different uh it's it's and the song's about because we haven't said it yet it's it's um he basically explained brent smith explained on a radio interview with rockline that when the band was writing the new album he had a dream about a mother whose daughter died a month before her son trevor was born he wrote the song about the mother dealing with the death of her child and trying to move on I mean, I didn't know that that's what the song was about until I read that in the notes. It's not. And he even says that this song means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. And that's not the takeaway I would have had from the song, but it does make the song that much more powerful to know, especially considering she lost a child then had another child. You know, I mean, that just the emotions that had to wrap up in that insane that that just had to be crazy. And, and, And that's that's it. I, I mean, to put those words to it, to put these lyrics to that feeling. You know, we we kind of joked about the four-leaf clover thing, but, you know, that could have been anything. You know, yeah. Like, it's, it's just, yeah. No, it's, once you realize what he meant by the song, it's like, fuck, yeah. god damn. Good pick. All right, Richie, next song is yours. Yep. So this was uh, one from our college years. It's uh, Sex and Candy by Marcy Playground. This is just a fun song. It, it, the, the, the 70s references and just the, that tagline of Sex and Candy. And uh, do y'all let you get into a little bit of the uh, kind of the background on it? Because I found it fascinating when you sent out the notes. We, I, I don't think we knew this song until the uh oh god damn the uh, 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 uh 
soundtrack. I don't see I, I this song was getting radio play where I was at in college they actually Marcy Playground came through and Hurricane played Street. at the academy yeah Hurricane Street's uh, uh, a soundtrack is, is where we heard it in, in Franklin you know yeah. central Illinois uh, and the fact that the the, the lead singer uh, also talked about how like the song doesn't mean anything <laughs> he <Yep>. just, right <laughs> he just, he's just talking shit you know, putting words together like I, that just made me so happy. Well, I mean, the 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 taglines from he had just slept with his girlfriend in college, and another girl walks into the room and just says, "This room smells like sex and candy." Like that's pretty good. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> it smells like sex and candy. The sex part it, I got from what they were talking about in the story, the candy part was the thing that I don't quite get as much. I, I I think she just wanted to throw in another mm-hmm. part to the metaphor. Yeah. Mm. Or there was Pez everywhere. Oh my god. <laughs> uh. Pez everywhere. I love how you went with Pez. Yeah. Sidebar. Uh, how, whatever what the sidebar is, it's gotta be weird because of what we just witnessed. Yeah. No, no, no. That's candy. I'm trying to uh, also get us off the uh... <laughs> anyhow. Uh the Reese's peanut butter cups with the pretzels in it. Have you guys tried that? No, I have not. Newell? No. Hmm. Oh my God. If I see them in a store, I buy it instantly. Like, like I don't even like sweet things that much, but I have to fucking have that. Well, it's, it's got the salty in there. It's sex and candy in the same fucking <laughs> packet. <laughs> Is, is Reese's it's a new so, sponsor that I don't know about? Or well, let oh, me shit. now we have to cut Sean in on it. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you something, Sean. Reese's cups. Not can you? You can buy them in the chiropractor's office. Have you been watching basketball? Yes. Yeah. Your 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 local bank. Yes. The peanut. Uh, oh, with the uh, the fucking Easter egg, fucking Reese's butter cups. Yeah. yeah. But seriously. If you see the Reese's peanut butter cups with the pretzels in it, oh my god, so fucking good! And I don't even like candy that much, but I fucking love that shit. So with with sex and candy, I was intrigued how <laughs> basically uh, the the song started getting airplay at a local college town, and then kicked off a uh, a bidding war for the rights to the song. And I thought that was fascinating that. He they they basically offered the band they ended up paying him what one point seven five million for the song, and it doesn't mean the goddamn thing. No. But but then it, it, after that it blew up like the song spent what fifteen weeks at number one or like something ridiculous. And it's such a fun song, too. yeah. It really is. It, it, like I I don't I honestly think I own the Hurricane Street soundtrack. Mm. I know I have that on CD because it, it's got a Seven Mary Creed song and something else on it. Uh, but I don't think I actually own the Marcy Playground. See, I had their I had their album. There was one other decent, semi decent song, but not it never got airplay. Do you remember the 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 band Hum? Uh, Sounds familiar. I think she missed the train from Mars. Oh, that's a great she song. That's a good stars. song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. I don't think that, I could have told you who who sang it, but yeah. I'm sorry. I, I said I wouldn't have been able to tell you who sang it. But oh, yeah, yeah, that no, is a good song. 
but but like I, I, I that's the only thing I can name of, of them. Uh, but yeah, no, just like Sex and Candy, it's just like one of those '90s, you know, one-hit wonders sort of thing. Oh, oh, <laughs> sidebar. Right said Fred. Uh, oh, finding uh, cannibals. It's the other song that would go along with Jesus Jones and, and yeah, yeah. No, they had what two or three releases off that first album with "She Drives Me Crazy." That's the only one I can remember. They they actually had another one that got huge airplay. Um, was it video. Diffy? It was no, that was right. Said Fred. <laughs> um, I'll I'll look it up here in a second. You, you talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> Sean, what, what do we got next? Oh, the, the next song is uh, is uh, "Like a Stone" by Audio Slave. Yes, our our our, our spirit animal. Good thing was that the other "Find Young Cannibal" song. I do remember that song. It's not nearly as good as that. No, it's well, yeah. nearly as quote unquote good. But, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Audio Slave, "Like a Stone." How fucking great is this song? It's yeah. a really good song. Yes, he is just so overpowering. Like throughout the song, like just his voice. I, I mean, we, we say it every week about Cornell, but the best. The, what I love about this band is is like they went after him. You know, like like they were like, all right, we had Zach Delarocha, you know, like he, 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 killing it. Let's why don't we try to get Chris Cornell and they got him and they write this song and, uh, and Brad, uh, uh, Cumber, the, 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 the bassist, like, it's like, what, what is this song? What is this song about? <laughs> He's like, it's about dying asshole. You know? <laughs> like, yes, no, we're waiting to get back with you to, to who we love. You know, it's so fucking good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's almost, it's almost too good to get too deep into because it's just, it, it just is what it is. And it's, it's just, it is such a powerful song and the, the lyrics are so well written. And yeah, I, it, it's hard, it's hard to encapsulate this song almost. It, 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 it's so well written, you know, just like all of the Soundgarden songs or his solo show. Like, uh, oh, it's so like a stone, I'll wait for you there, alone. On my deathbed, I will pray to the gods and the angels like a pagan to anyone who will take me to heaven. Like, Jesus Christ. And the lyrics are really good, but I think the music in the song is, is underrated a little bit, too, because the rest of the band does a great job, too. I don't think it's underrated. Uh, 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 maybe just with our conversation right now, but yeah, no, that band... Three of those guys are so good together, and that's why they stay together. They know it. You know, you think about when you think about Chris Cornell and his solo stuff was good. Soundgarden stuff was good. His stuff with Temple of the Dog was good. Audio Slave. I mean, <laughs> you know, there's a trend there. There, you know, there's there's no doubt that whatever he touched turned into something that was probably going to be at least pretty good, if not great. And all that I've wronged. In dreams until my death, I will wander on in your house. I long to be room by room, patiently. I'll wait for you there like a stone. Like, God. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
so fucking good. It is. It is. Do you want to wrap it up, Sean? No, I'm. I, I wasn't sure if you were done yet with that oh, song. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so yeah. Okay. Um, final song on the list was one I just put on here because it was kind of a fun song to throw on at the end. I don't really have a ton about it necessarily. I mean, you had some good notes on the original version of it, but it was from Sammy's Lockdown Sessions, and it's um, their recording of "For What It's Worth." And um, I thought it was a pretty, pretty well done song. The one thing about the lockdown songs that they did is they were never the full versions of any songs. It was usually just like two minutes and done, but that's kind of what makes them fun because that you, they're just little crisp, little, here's a, here's a song. You listen to it for a couple of minutes and it's over and move on to the next song. This, this song would have, that would have is going to be amazing live whenever we get a chance the way they incorporate, you know, uh, walk in the wild side and, mm-hmm. and, 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 uh, uh, can't always get what you want. Yeah. Like it's going to be such a fun song. And, uh, uh, one of our listeners, Kathy talked about how this is an amazing driving song. Like you put this on and it, it, it on your way to work. And yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. she's right. Or when you're shaving or something like that in the shower or anything like that. Eek. Oh my. (laughs) Was that episode 32? little inside joke there. Um, No, I I think it's a, uh, it's a, it's a really fun thing that they put together. And, and the line at the end, which is half the reason that I chose it was that the, you can't always get what you want part at the end, because there's a inside joke there too, from the great philosopher, George Haycraft, as he once said, you can't always get what you want, but sometimes you get what you need, Richie. Sometimes. Sometimes. (laughs) Not always. Uh, Do you know who wrote this song? Stephen Stills. Yeah. 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 So I I was going to, I like when we did the, the, protest episode i was very close to putting the buffalo springfield song on there because it, it is one of my favorites i really have always enjoyed that song i, I was going back to the hate crap thing with steven sills is if you can't be with the one you want love the one you're with yep oh, that's right <laughs> you remember that yeah yep. yeah that's funny but, anyhow, but yeah. yeah no this is oh my gosh and neil young going back to mm-hmm. neil young and all this yeah and i i don't I, it, like, it's been covered quite a few times. I, I feel like this this version with Sammy has a very different overall tenor. It's not it's not the kind of the the slow methodical song that, that this normally gets gets plays as. No, right, exactly. Like I said, this this song is intended to be played live in front of fans, you know, like and, 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 and the way they bring in the other songs into it. But given you know the last. 365 days you know, this is what we get but it's so so good it's so fun you know the the thing that blows my mind about these songs from the lockdown stuff though is is they literally were recording all this stuff on their iphones and then they mixed it together and it's for it to sound as good as it does i mean i, I realize they have technology that they can mix things with that most people don't but for most the most part these are iphone speakers that recorded all of this stuff again going back to like the billy joe armstrong album uh that we talked about last week uh, uh, mccartney's three that 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 came out like there's so much good stuff that came out langhorn slim strawberry mansion like a couple taylor swift albums there's so many things (laughs) that have 
have come out from the pandemic because people were stuck at home and couldn't do anything else but record music or write songs. And, uh, and, 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 and I'm sure we'll get into, you know, some of those in the upcoming weeks, but, but yeah. I haven't listened to the Billy Joe Armstrong one yet. I need to do that. It's really good. It's It's good. good. Yeah. Yeah. Now, D, have you ever, or either of you, have you listened to the Public Enemy He Got Game version of this much ever at all? No. So it was in your notes that, so Public Enemy did a cover of, it's not really a cover. They did, it was the theme song to the the Spike Lee movie, He Got Game, the one with Ray Allen in it. Yeah. And, or in Denzel. And uh, basically, they actually, they, they played it, they, they recorded it with Stephen Stills. The entire melody is yes, the yes. Buffalo Burns Springfield song with Chuck D and Flavor Flay, Flavor Flay rapping over it. And then at the end, he goes into the stop, hey, what's that sound piece? Um, so like I that did, kind of- I have, I have heard that before. Yeah, uh, it's good. It's good. It, um, it, have you heard much of the Prophets of Rage? Uh, that's Rage Against the Machine with Chuck D. Uh, yeah, it's good. They got. To, oh my gosh, yeah, it's, uh, there. There almost be a little too much anger. That's what I was that. just thinking too. <laughs> yeah, maybe a little <laughs> yes. over the top. But, but that was the uh, point. Mm-hmm. That was the point. You know, like leading up to it, like they 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 knew it was only going to be like you know a little bit of a thing, but they did a tour and like oh it's so good though. Chuck D with fucking Rage Against the Machine. God damn, so good. <laughs> I also want to point out how bad would it have sucked in the 60s, 70s, 80s when you hear this song, you decide you like it, trying to figure out what the song is. Like, I remember that being a thing because you're like, oh, I want I want that stop, hey, what's that sound song? And that's... <laughs> what's that sound song? It'd be, it'd be like going for uh, the killers to get uh, got soul, but I'm not a soldier. Right, uh, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of songs like that, though. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The hooks- I think- I, I think I told the story in the show about Alanis Morissette and uh, you ought to know, like, uh, uh, like I caught the video when I wasn't allowed to watch MTV yep. at dad's house, but I missed the little <laughs> box down in the corner here, both on, and then I was afraid he was coming downstairs to yell at me. <laughs> and then it turns out all along that my mom was the one who didn't want us to watch MTV. Dad didn't give a shit. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. You ought to know. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So what's next week? Anybody got some ideas? I'm I've got three songs for a normal playlist, but if you guys want to do something different. I could do a normal playlist. We'll do another normal playlist and come up with a theme for the for the week after next or something like that. So yeah, works for me. All right. All right. Well, the, uh, actually, the week after next, I will not be available. So, if you, you guys you guys would be back to a a a pair, um, but or actually, just, that works out nicely because uh, uh, we got Katie on standby for uh, okay, uh, okay. But so. we're gonna call her not Richie, not Richie, right? Exactly. Potentially, yes. <laughs> we'll have to think about that. <laughs> legally we'll call her not richie i would like to point out for the listeners that when richie said i'm not going to be here in two weeks d's face lit up so oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes 
All right, that does it. We're done this week. We'll be back next week here on Sean and D's Good Tape.